because habits are part of the foundation of what makes us able to achieve our goals. And also, have you ever heard that saying that says that we are our habits, our routines and our rituals? I think there's this saying that says that you can look at someone and look at their habits, routines and rituals and basically just assume and make a conclusion about what kind of person they are. Welcome back to the What's Up and What's Next podcast, the greatest podcast of all times. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for giving me your time, your energy, your presence, your focus. Thank you for showing up for me and really taking time out of your precious busy day. I know you're a busy person. I know you've got a lot of things going on and still somehow you found the time and the energy to come listen to the What's Up and What's Next podcast and to come listen to this amazing episode that I'm about to share with you. So thank you so much. Hit the follow button and the subscribe button. Leave us a review. It takes a couple of seconds and it helps the podcast so, so much. Now, one of the biggest progression factors for our personal development and for our personal growth lies within the habits that we cultivated for ourselves. We all pick up habits over time and as life goes on and if we are all truly being honest with ourselves not all of the habits that we've picked up are good habits some of them are bad and sometimes we are aware of those and sometimes we're not but we all have bad habits and when you're used to living your entire life in a certain way with a certain set of patterns routines habits thought processes actions day-to-day life processes and steps. It can be really and truly hard to break that way of living. And this makes it very hard to break bad habits. For example, we all know that spending time looking at our phone screens before going to sleep is actually really bad for our sleep quality. It's a bad habit that majority of us have, even I am still struggling with that. And so we all have it, or majority of us have it, yet somehow we all struggle to break that habit. In this episode, I'm going to share some ways in which you can break bad habits, and I'm also going to share some ways in which you can build good habits, because it's amazing that you can break bad habits, but it's even more amazing when you can build good habits. So let's start. Number one, understand what triggers the bad habit. FBI agents are trained on how to be aware of every single point of weakness and attack. They are trained to be super aware of every single trigger they have. Why? So that they gain clarity on all possible triggers and therefore ways of tackling them. Now you may not be an FBI agent, but you could still use with the same level of awareness in regards to what triggers your bad habits. For example, let me share with you something that I I do personally. I tend to meal prep my food three days in advance. Yes, meal prep, I love my fitness, all of the good stuff, yes. But what this means for me is I have to buy and cook food in advance. But if I happen to forget to buy food, or if I happen to forget to cook the food in advance, when lunchtime comes, for example, if there's no food that has been cooked, I'll fall back into going for an unhealthy takeaway. 
Going for unhealthy takeaways is a bad habit of mine. My trigger is forgetting to cook in advance. So now that I understand my trigger, I can take two actions here. I can try not to forget to buy and cook food in advance, which would be great. So if I don't forget, I will have food and I don't need to rely on unhealthy takeaways. But let's say that I do forget for some reason. So if that happens, instead of going for an unhealthy takeaway, I could still choose to go for a healthy takeaway. The purpose of understanding what triggers your bad habit is to give you the ability to know what causes those bad habits to be reinforced and maintained throughout your day-to-day life. Because when you understand this, you then gain a level of awareness of what you could do to either prevent it or tackle the bad habits from being triggered again. And so the example I gave you shows you how I'm fully aware of what causes that bad habit. I'm fully aware of how to prevent it. And I'm also fully aware of how to tackle it if I'm unable to prevent it. And this is the level that you want to have within yourself across every single habit that you consider to be a bad habit. Number two, remove triggers from being close to you. The reality is we don't fully have control over how we sometimes feel regarding triggers. Sometimes our willpower just isn't there. And to be honest, that's okay. You shouldn't just be relying on your willpower to prevent or tackle those triggers. You should be relying on clever ways to make those triggers removed from close proximity of you. So at home, I have this famous drawer in the kitchen, which is basically like the snacks drawer of the house. And by snacks, I'm talking about super unhealthy snacks and super unhealthy stuff. The kind of stuff that tastes really good, but will make you feel really guilty after. Yeah, I'm talking about that kind of stuff. The ones that I would happily binge eat whilst watching a Netflix show. Yes, the ones that taste amazing, but they're not so healthy for me. And so what I did was I removed the unhealthy snacks from there and I filled that snack drawer with healthy snacks instead which meant that every time I went to that drawer because I felt hungry, I had no choice other than to eat healthy snacks because I had removed the unhealthy ones from there. The idea is that wherever you can, try and remove triggers from being in close proximity, out of sight, out of mind, right? We have the best chance at not falling back into an old habit if we have it removed from it in our close proximity. If it's removed from our close proximity, it leaves us no choice but to stick to our good ways. And when you give yourself no choice for a bad habit, you give yourself the right choice for a good habit. Number three, create an if-then action plan for each trigger. You can't always, and I'm talking in a realistic world, you can't always remove every trigger that you have, which means you still need to deal with the triggers you cannot remove. But deal with them in a way that supports your good habits instead of supporting the bad ones. 
This means creating an if-then action plan for each trigger that you cannot remove. Let's stick with the health example that I've been giving you for consistency purposes. So if I'm out at work and I feel hungry, but I only have unhealthy snacks around me, what do you think the chances are that I'm going to eat unhealthy snacks? Very high chances, right? Because it's all I have. And in order for me to deal with this, I'm going to start bringing healthy snacks and fruits in a box for me to work just in case I do get hungry and then I have something healthy to eat. So the if-then action plan here is if I'm out at work and I feel hungry, then I will eat the healthy snacks and fruits I brought with me to work. Until you don't create an if-then action plan for every single one of your triggers, you're effectively saying that you will decide when the moment comes. But the problem with that is that when the moment comes, our default conditioning is to go back to the old habit because it's easy, because it's comfortable, and because it's familiar. And we love easy, we love comfortable, and we love familiar. That's what we as human beings love. So this means that it's not reliable enough for you to decide when the moment comes. You need to come up with an if-then action plan so that when the moment comes, you are not relying on willpower, you're relying on your plan. Now that we've spoken about how to break bad habits, let's talk about how to build good habits. We all have these big goals in life that we set for ourselves. And some of us may have set goals a very long time ago. Some of us may set it every year as New Year's resolutions and others set goals as they come to mind on the spot. Regardless of how you set your goals, all of us either struggle with achieving those big goals or we take much longer than what we anticipated to achieve them. But why is that? It's because we miss out on a very key factor, habits. Building habits is a key success factor when trying to achieve any major life change. However, habits are not that easy to build at all, especially the good ones. It's easier to build the bad ones, but it's very hard to build the good ones. And the proof is in the experiences we all have. We are all initially always incredibly motivated and enthusiastic about building good habits and we start off with this great excitement and we try to change too many things at once and as a result we end up not being successful at building those habits we want simply because the way we approached it was not sustainable. So let me share with you some tips on how to build good habits but before I do that I have to add something to this. One of the key fundamentals of coaching is that as life coaches, we help you to master the good habits that are going to cause a ripple effect of positivity into your life and that are going to get you closer to your goals. That's one of the fundamentals of coaching is building habits and building good ones. So as you know, I'm a GSHD certified life coach. And if you'd like to work with me, and if you'd like to take your life to the next level, and if you'd like to achieve your goals and turn them into accomplished dreams, then go to ericjivrajcoaching.com and book yourself a free discovery call where me and you could just 
have a chat, sit down in that free call and work out how we can work together, how we can take you from where you are right now to where you really want to be in your life. Now, back to sharing some of those good habits with you on this episode. Number one, build habit by habit. If you want to be a healthier version of yourself, for example, you might think that you need to do a lot of things at once, like go gym, go for walks, go for runs, train abs, do boxing, etc., etc., etc. But if you try to do all of those at once, you will feel overwhelmed, you will feel overworked, you will feel overloaded, and you will feel overstressed. And you may be able to sustain doing it for a week or so, but you'll soon end up failing and then you'll just fall off from it because you'll find yourself moving in a direction that feels too overloading. So instead of trying to go to the gym, go for walks, go for runs, train abs, skip ropes, do boxing all at once, why not start with one of those? Maybe you can start off by going gym on a weekly basis and then slowly you can introduce going for walks during lunch and then slowly introduce doing a run on the weekend and then slowly introduce training abs once a week and then slowly introduce attending one boxing class per week. In this example, I'm not saying you cannot do all of them at once if you really wanted. But what I'm saying is the most sustainable way is normally the one that doesn't make you feel overwhelmed. And if you start off with one habit and then slowly but surely add and build other habits around it, you'll find yourself feeling way more successful and fulfilled overall, minus the overwhelm. Number two, build habits gradually and consistently. On average, it takes 66 days to build a habit. And I'm talking about 66 days in a row, 66 days consistently, 66 days focused, 66 days dedicated, 66 days on average with all of the elements mentioned above. The mistake people make is they focus on doing things intensely rather than doing them gradually and consistently. For example, if you've never been to the gym before and you try and go gym six times a week straight away from the beginning, you may find that it's way too much for you to handle to start with. So instead of trying to go gym six times a week straight away, try starting off with two sessions a week and do that for two to three weeks straight. Then gradually add a third session and then do it for two to three weeks straight. And then gradually add a fourth session and then a fifth session. And next thing you know, you're now training six times a week because you've built your way up there by doing two things. You built it gradually to avoid overloading yourself and you did it consistently, which made it sustainable. Trying to go from zero to a hundred real quick is often a recipe for disaster. Because the same way that we go from zero to a hundred real quick, we'll be going from a hundred to zero even quicker. So to avoid this, if you go from zero to 10, and then 10 to 20, and then 20 to 30, you'll find yourself going to 100 and it won't feel like a struggle. If anything, it'll feel like you achieved it with slightly more ease, just because you chose to do it sustainably. 
Number three, replace one habit with a better one. The reason why most smokers struggle to quit smoking is because they've built the habit of smoking. When they feel stressed, they turn to take a break and go for a smoke. But now when they try to entirely just remove smoking without replacing it with something else, when they feel stressed and have nothing to turn to, they fall back on the habit of smoking again. Because they never replaced it with something better, for example, a chewing gum. So if we look back at our health example, because I've been giving you guys health-related examples the whole episode, so I thought, why not just keep it consistent throughout the whole episode, right? If you are trying to stop eating many sugary foods, if instead of always eating a chocolate bar, you replaced it with a protein bar, you've now achieved two things. Firstly, you replaced something unhealthy with something healthier and better for you. And then secondly, you've still maintained the habit of eating a snack, but you've just chosen to go for a healthier snack instead. You see, we associate habits subconsciously as pieces of a puzzle. And if we remove a habit without replacing it, we're removing a piece of the puzzle without a substitute. Which means the puzzle is now incomplete and we do not only see that gap, we feel it. But if we replace one habit with a better one, we manage to still have a puzzle that is complete but in a better way for you. I really hope that today's episode has helped you to really understand ways in which you can break bad habits and let go of them and ways in which you can build good habits and maintain them. Because habits are part of the foundation of what makes us able to achieve our goals and also Have you ever heard that saying that says that we are our habits, our routines and our rituals? I think there's this saying that says that you can look at someone and look at their habits, routines and rituals and basically just assume and make a conclusion about what kind of person they are. And that is because your habits play a big, big part into who you are. And so... As we are now getting towards the end of the year, I want you guys to start thinking about how can I let go of bad habits that I've created over time and how can I start to create and build good habits that I want to align myself with over time. It's now that time of the year where you get to reflect on the things that you've achieved And you get to reflect on the things that have worked out for you during the year and the things that haven't worked out for you during the year. And I almost guarantee you that the common denominator that you will find in your successes and your failures will be down to your habits. I can almost guarantee that that will be the common denominator when you reflect upon this amazing year of 2022 that you've had I know that that will be a denominator. And so I really wanted to make this episode because I thought if I can share some ways in which you can start to implement that will help you let go of bad habits. And then here's a few other ways in which you can implement to build those good habits. I feel like you will have a better grip around your life because we often overlook the power of habits. And 
Even if we don't overlook it, we don't really appreciate it enough. But our habits, our routines, our rituals, those will make us who we are today and they will shape who we become in the future. So I hope this episode has helped you and I hope you've benefited from it. Please share it with someone that you know that might benefit from it too. Share it with friends, family, your partner, co-workers, whoever it is. Send it to them. Share it with them because it might help them too. Thank you so much for listening. You're amazing. You're awesome. You're a star. You're a legend. I appreciate you sticking with me. This has been an amazing, amazing season and there's so many more episodes, amazing episodes coming your way. Hit the follow button, hit the subscribe button, leave us a review. It takes a couple of seconds and it means the world to us. And if you've enjoyed today's episode, then please make sure to listen to the next podcast to find out what's up and what's next. <laughs>